Welcome to Game Opinions episode 63. I'm your host, Calman, and today I'm back again for another episode of Game Opinions. In today's episode of Game Opinions, we're going to be talking about God of War Ragnarok's delay and also it coming to PlayStation 4 now and also what that might mean for PlayStation 5 next year. So there are some things I wanted to talk about in terms of housekeeping, but I figured for this episode, let's just get right into the topic today because I feel like this is actually a pretty interesting topic. So we'll start things off by what happened on June 2nd, which honestly I can't even remember what day of the week that was, but basically Santa Monica Studios came out and basically said this. And I quote, since the release of the next God of War teaser last year, we've been humbled by the amount of love our community has shown us. We're incredibly grateful to see so many people excited to experience the next chapter of Kratos and Atreus's journey. We remain focused on delivering a top quality game while maintaining the safety and well-being of our team, creative partners, and families. With this in mind, we've made the decision to shift our release window to 2022. Thank you for all your continued support. We've got some exciting things in the works that we cannot wait to show you." End quote. And that was from Santa Monica Studios. So there's different layers of this that I kind of wanted to get into here. And we'll start off by the delay itself, because, you know, as the internet does, everyone took this news in stride, for the most part, and there was no upset gamers or people out there. <laughs> Which, uh, unfortunately, was not true. Uh, people were kind of upset about this, and, you know, I guess it's somewhat understandable. But when I'm talking about the delay here, because, I mean, we've seen delays happen this year. We saw it with Harry Potter game and a few others. This is just kind of a result of COVID, it seems to be, at least on the surface. You know, obviously, we'll get in a little bit deeper here. But I have to call back to something I said when we were talking about Breath of the Wild 2 not being shown at a Nintendo Direct. And I have to apply the same logic here to Santa Monica Studios. So in the same way that I trust Nintendo to know when to show Breath of the Wild 2, I trust Santa Monica Studios to know when it's right for God of War Ragnarok to release. In that same logic, because we had such a good product last time from Santa Monica Studios, obviously there's definitely a level of trust that goes into knowing when this game's going to be ready. And I feel like it, it's hard to bash a developer that wants more time to make a game as perfect as it possibly can be when we have so many products that have come out unfinished, so many games rather that have come out unfinished and you know they need a lot of patches or they need a lot of work done to them to fix them, i.e. look at our worst game launches in history episode a few episodes ago, get an idea of why I appreciate Santa Monica Studios and, and other companies waiting to make sure the game is as perfect as it can possibly be to get released. Now, obviously, maybe Cyberpunk 2077 wasn't the best example there because that was delayed quite a bit as well. But, you know, obviously, I think Santa Monica Studios has a slightly better track record at this point in time. So the actual delay, I don't have a problem with it. I know there was some not great messages sent to some of uh, Santa Monica's employees, which, I mean, if you do something like that, I just think you're kind of weird, like threatening and saying weird stuff. I mean, like, come on, <laughs> you don't have to do that. So, uh, yeah, definitely don't do that because it's weird and just really odd. So, yeah, it's a little bit little bit strange. Um, but, yeah, so I personally don't have a problem with them delaying this game because I feel like if this is going to give us the best product possible, then by all means, definitely take your time with it and give us the best possible product. Now, there is a disclaimer I kind of have to throw out here. I'm not really a big God of War fan. I didn't play the one on PlayStation 4, so... Definitely kind of take that into consideration with my feelings of that game because 
when you're listening to this episode, you're listening to it from the perspective of someone that is not like super invested in God of War. I played a little bit of the first God of War game and I did enjoy what I played of it. I just kind of got away from it for some reason. So, and I'm talking about the first one on uh, PlayStation Vita. So that's like you have like the HD collection or whatever. So I did play a little bit of the first one on there and I actually really enjoyed what I played of it. But I just kind of wanted to throw that out there that I'm not super invested in God of War. You can reference the first episode of Game Pinions ever when I talk about my disconnection with God of War. So that was, <laughs> that was quite a few years ago. So it's still consistent to this day. So I'm not super upset about this, but I feel like even if this happened to Breath of the Wild, if they said this game's going to come out in 2021 and now we're pushing it back to 2022, I'd be a little disappointed because obviously you love the game and you want to play it. But at the same time, you understand that this is going to give us a better product in the end and it's worth the wait. So now there's a whole nother, the whole nother area of this as well that people are kind of upset about. And this is the fact that now this game is not remaining a PlayStation 5 exclusive, but also going to be a PlayStation 4 exclusive. So before we get into the reasons why I think this has occurred, I wanted to kind of call back to something that I talked about during our Xbox Series X discussion, which was probably over a year ago now. And I basically was saying that I'm kind of teetering between one, this is a really consumer friendly move. And two, this is not super smart for console growth because, you know, in the first three years of the console, I think that's when you want to see the most growth in terms of sales. So you want to give it as much exclusive content as possible so it entices buyers to get the console. Now, there's different variables that go into that as well that we're also going to get into. Um, but let's go back to that, that first one, the consumer-friendly portion. So one, it's consumer-friendly because, you know, you don't have to upgrade your console. And with the Xbox Series X, you know, specifically, it was considerably more powerful. Um, I'm sorry, the Xbox One X was considerably more powerful than the Xbox One. So people just got the Xbox One X are now going to be able to still use that console and still play these newer games, which is really nice, especially during a pandemic where one, there's layoffs, people are having a hard time finding work, just various, you know, different things. Money's a little bit tighter. How about that? Money's a little bit tighter during this time. So that's a nice gesture in terms of that. Now, when you're looking at a business aspect of it, it being almost harmful for the console's growth, the problem is with PlayStation 5 currently is that they're not readily available. And while it's still sold quite a bit of, of units here, they're still not readily available. And I think that's also a concern uh, with Sony that they're going to be dropping this big game. However, they're not going to get the entire audience in on the game because they can't get the consoles. So I think that also plays a really big role in this decision. So let's go ahead and get into that portion now. So I think that part of the reason why this game is now coming to PlayStation 4 as well is not necessarily being consumer friendly, which I think, you know, it inherently is because it is helping people that have PlayStation 4s that one can't get PlayStation 5s to get this game. But I think that the PlayStation 4 is more or less a failsafe for Santa Monica Studios. So I think that the decision to, you know, halt this game, one, I'm sure that it has something to do with COVID and how things were delayed. However, I think it's fun to speculate and you know, interesting to speculate if this was also due to the fact that one, this game was actually pretty much ready to go for 2021 if they were just releasing this on PlayStation 5. However, perhaps this decision was made to give the PlayStation 5 a better chance to have a bigger audience for this game to drop to. And the PlayStation 4 is now introduced 
because Sony themselves are not sure if PlayStation 5 is going to be readily available during that time, if these shortages are going to be fixed by then. So one, they don't want to delay the game too much. They're hoping that this delay is going to be beneficial for PlayStation 5 to have a bigger audience, which it will, because, I mean, there are going to be PlayStation 5s available, so how much bigger of an audience that's going to be, I, I mean, I'm not really sure, but, I mean, it will definitely be bigger, but if they're still struggling with console shortages, they're going to be able to still release the game and not only get the PlayStation 5 sales that they'll get, but also all of these PlayStation 4s that are just sitting out in the wild in people's homes are also going to be able to play that game as well. I think it was really just because of the circumstances. They don't want to release this game too early because one, I think that there's a lot of different uh, elements to a release and how it's timed. And while the game, if it releases now, people that pick up PlayStation 5s in the future can still buy this game, I think there's definitely a surge when the game comes out because one, people are talking about it all across social media. And I feel like that really helps get people excited for the game. And just, you know, when a game releases, there's just hype that's generated around it altogether. Once a game ages a little bit, it does kind of lose a little bit of its luster. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm not super excited for the game anymore, so I'm just going to wait for it to go on sale. You know, that definitely happens. And I'm not sure how much of a difference in sales. I'm not an expert on, on sales forecasts, but I feel like this definitely does impact it. So I feel like they want to give the PlayStation 5 the best possible chance but if the stock is not corrected and if they're not able to get PlayStation 5s out to as many people as they want, they want to have PlayStation 4 there as a failsafe. I don't necessarily think that that is a problem. So I feel like in the end, that might be more so of the reason why this game is being delayed. And it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. I'm sure that's not what you know the gamers that have PlayStation 5s want to hear because you buy a new console with the anticipation that you're going to get exclusive content. And if that's the case, and if you you know weren't going to buy a PlayStation 5, if you knew that God of War is going to come on PS4, obviously that does kind of suck. But you have to also keep in mind, while you do have the PlayStation 5 and the games are coming out on PlayStation 4, you are getting the definitive version of the game. You're getting the best version of that game possible, which would be the PlayStation 5 version. So if this was a decision based around that, it's I'm sure it's frustrating for people, but at the same time, you have to put yourself in Santa Monica and, and Sony's shoes. They want this game to release to the highest possible audience, and if this means they're going to be spending an extra time polishing the game up, in the end, we do kind of benefit from it. So I just don't necessarily think that this is something to be super upset about in the end. So I think for the most part, that's uh, that's mainly what I wanted to talk about with God of War with. I think that this is a little bit concerning just because we're not sure if PlayStation 5s are going to be available even next year. I think that this decision directly correlates to them simply not knowing if PlayStation 5s are going to be easy to find. And as someone that I'm getting closer to wanting a PlayStation 5, I usually get one in its second year or towards the end of its first year. So, you know, that's obviously something that I hope gets fixed because I know people really want these games, but you know, we'll, we'll definitely see what happens. But I, I just think that you could definitely possibly speculate. This is an indicator that Sony just simply isn't sure what the, what the landscape is going to be like next year. So yeah, so that's, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today with God of War. I, I think overall, this is uh, the right decision for them to make. 
it sucks in many ways, and this may hurt the PlayStation 5 sales because PlayStation 4, uh, the PlayStation 4 version is available. But at the end of the day, if the consoles aren't able to be moved from this game, then at least they're still getting the sales from PlayStation 4 as well, and the game is still selling well. Because at the end, you know, these developers want to make money. So, so I think that's pretty much it. But I have a few different episodes that I want to put out. This one was more of just like a short little, this is what I'm thinking about type episode. Um, but I have some episodes that I'm going to be posting this week, probably more than one. I'm going to be talking about my uh, my E3 wish list here uh, coming up. Um, so definitely look forward to that uh, episode as well. And there's some other things that I want to talk about. And we'll we'll pop, probably talk about those in a, a separate episode in terms of housekeeping and just some updates that we're going to be having to the podcast uh, coming up. So as always, thanks so much for listening in. Keep on keeping on, and I'll catch you in the next episode of Game Pinions. Thank you.